wait for opportunity to fall into your lap, you're going to be waiting a long time. (laughs) So I want to talk a little bit about some of my career journey and how it led me to where I am and some of the, I guess, initiative and putting myself out there that I needed to do to, I guess, forge my way ahead because I'm grateful, thank God, to be in a space that I'm really, really happy with. But I didn't just like wake up one morning and here I am. I worked really hard to get here. And so I figured that I'd take a few minutes and share some of that in the hopes that you'll find something that you can relate to and something that is relevant to your own journey, whether it be personal growth, career, whatever. My first job out of graduate school was working in a dialysis clinic. And I need to give a shout out right now to Ryan Alikaya, who was who hired me as the awesomest boss ever, ever, ever. Um, Ryan, you better be listening to this because I'm going to send you a link. You better be listening to this podcast. So <laughs> Ryan was the best boss and he truly believed in me. And that was awesome. Just to tell you a little bit about working in dialysis clinic. So it was the, my first job ever, entry-level position. A lot of it is case management. Um, there's definitely also the ability to be more in-depth in working with the patients with depression, anxiety, adjustment to chronic illness, and stuff like that. So for me, I have a creative streak. I have a des- desire to take everything to the next level, try to solve problems in new and creative ways. And one of the things that I noticed was that the patient education, which is something that Medicare requires, we needed to do that um, every month. And some months were dietitian, some months were nursing, some months were social work. And so I would give out education and they would just like toss it in their little trash can next to their dialysis chair. And so I love drawing. And so I started doing cartoon style education, which was really fun. It was amazing to see the change in the engagement and in just the discussion that came after it, especially like difficult topics like advanced directives, talking about what would your wishes be if you weren't able to express yourself, which is can be really hard, especially for somebody with such a serious illness where like that's more likely than I guess a typical person. So I loved it. It was something different, something innovative, but I wanted to take it to the next level. I wanted to say, hey, we have hundreds of clinics. I'd love for this education to be used across the company. So it was challenging because when you're in a big company, it's hard to make moves and, and, and make change like that. And so what was what was coming up was a, a meeting with that some higher ups we're going to be at and they were rolling out also in the company at the time a new initiative for um, patient engagement and you know patient customer satisfaction kind of stuff. And so what I did was in advance of that meeting, I worked really really hard, and I drew these beautiful pictures, these awesome cartoons, really relating to the new um, initiative they were putting out about patient care. And so when I like made this whole portfolio. And when we went to that meeting, after it was over, I approached this like super higher up, higher up guy. And I showed him all the stuff. And that one thing led to another. 
<laughs> but I ended up being part of a corporate committee that I basically got to co-lead creating education, a whole, creating a whole module about patient, about being empathetic. It was called Walk a Mile in the Patient's Shoes. And it was like, we did interviews with patients. We did like a whole awesome thing. And back to the original topic of this podcast, that did not happen by accident. I worked really hard and I did, I did a lot of even work on my own time to take the steps which led to that opportunity. That was a once in a lifetime opportunity to like be just like a entry level social worker and with a company with thousands of employees to have, be part of a corporate committee that everyone else was like corporate. I was the only like clinical like person who just worked in a clinic who was doing it. And guess what? Did I get paid extra for that? No, I didn't. But you know what? It paved the way for my next job. And so the initiative I needed to take for my next job was I was like looking for like something to bring my skills to the next level. And Texas Children's Hospital is such an amazing place to work. It's like top place in Houston to work. And I had gotten an email from a recruiter um, for like a case management job that I didn't want. But I wrote back and I said, hey, that's not the kind of job I'm looking for, but this is. (laughs) And I just wrote about the kind of things that I was looking for in my next step. And she said, oh my goodness, let's talk. And so we spoke. And on that call, I really put myself out there. I really did. I talked about what I'm passionate about. I talked about what my strengths are um, as an employee, as a social worker, um, what I love about my job. And luckily, thank God, I made a good impression. And she was like, I'm going to, there's a brand new team, palliative care team starting, and I am going to talk about you. I have a call with them today, and I'm going to tell them that I think they should interview you. And so getting into a big hospital like that, um, especially when often it's internal candidates who are hired and who have, they, you know, they have an advantage that they understand the hospital system. They understand the whole um, dynamic of everything at play. And so the fact that I got in, that I had that interview, and then I got that job, which really I feel skyrocketed my career, um, was amazing. And it's about taking initiative. And like, I am not trying to undermine that there's there were amazing people who helped give me these opportunities. And I am grateful to God for giving me the whatever pieces in my life that allowed me to do this. But sometimes people, I feel like they're waiting for something awesome to happen. And the thing is, is that unless you take that first move, like how could it happen? It's not like, I don't know, people like, if I hadn't reached out to that recruiter, I, I think I would have just stayed at that job, which is awesome. Ryan, I love you. Um, <laughs> but like, I wanted to do move on to the next thing. And so at that job, I mean, it was like I'm saying, I got to go to trainings, um, give trainings, teach people across the hospital, be part of this like culture shift and kind of demystifying and destigmatizing palliative care. Um, it was phenomenal. So now I did that for two years. It was amazing. And, you know, moving back to New Jersey and being in a kind of in between career space, um, as I settled my kids in, dealt with medical issues of my, one of my kids, um, 
I was like, how can I keep putting myself out there now? Like, what, what's my next opportunity? Like, I need to be focusing on my kids right now. Like, how can I move my career to the next level? What can I do? And so that's when my LinkedIn journey really began full force. And I just started putting myself out there and making videos and just, I mean, making videos, I don't, I don't even know if I want to call it that. It's more like I had thoughts that I recorded and shared. Um, and because the thing is, for me, it's more about if I have something on my mind, then I talk about it. I don't just like necessarily have like a set schedule. Sometimes I'll post tons of times a day, whether or not that is a wise move, algorithm wise. <laughs> um, but putting myself out there and I have had so many opportunities through LinkedIn and through the videos I put out there. Just today, I was able to be on a panel for Zoom, like Zoom the company. Someone from Zoom saw my video about imposter parenting and they reached out and said, hey, we're having a talk for a group we have called Women at Zoom and we want you to talk. And like, that's amazing. Um, I had the opportunity to start a grief and loss program from LinkedIn, from putting myself out there. And, you know, aside from the clients and people who reach out and the amazing enriching experience it is working with people, but it didn't, it doesn't start if you're just sitting at home. I mean, it does because everything happens sitting at home and now in the world we are, it is at home. So that was a bit uh, misspoken. It doesn't start by sitting at home and not doing anything. It involves, I would say, some risk. Putting yourself out there, you're risking rejection, right? I think, because like when I speak to people who are so nervous, they're so nervous that people are going to notice every mistake, everything they do wrong, right? If they put a video out there, if they say, um, if they mess up a word, if they gulp, I don't know, all that stuff I do in my videos or just like their mouth gets dry from nervousness, you know, it's, it can be scary or even putting out a post, people are just so scared. What if something's grammatically incorrect? What if it's not interesting? What if it's boring? Like people get so much in their heads, so worried about what other people think and that risk involved with maybe being seen as less that they don't take the risk, right? Think about when I went to that higher up guy and said, hey, here are some drawings I did. He could have said, ha ha ha, that's dumb. Why are you doing that? Who cares about drawing, cartoon style drawings? But he didn't. And you know what? What if he did? Then it still would have prepared me for my next try and, you know, like my next attempt to move forward and make a difference. And so really, really my message is, is that if there's something you want in your life right now, take the first move. Put yourself out there. Whatever the risk that's involved, take it. For me personally, What's my next move, you may wonder, or you may not wonder. Well, regardless, here it is. <laughs> my next move is I really, really want to do like online courses or maybe like live online stuff or um, continuing education for mental health professionals or healthcare professionals or teachers. I don't know. There's There are a lot of different things that I really want to do moving forward. And I know that right now, my format of putting myself out there through videos has become 
my comfort zone. I know some people can't imagine that putting yourself out there in videos is a comfort zone, but right now, these kind of short clips, and even now this podcast kind of, I guess, now I'm still getting used to it. Maybe it's not my comfort zone yet. But like the way I put myself out there on a daily basis on social media, that's my comfort zone. And so to start doing like courses and also having to like sell stuff, like those things are not my comfort zone. But the thing is, is that if I want to create a successful continuing education or successful courses, it's not going to like fall into my lap. It's not going to happen. Someone's not going to watch my videos and say, let me create courses for you. Because like, anyways, what does that mean? That's not what I want. (laughs) I need to take the steps to get there. And I'm scared of failing. I'm scared of making my first course and like, it just being, people are going to be like, what is this? Or people saying like, oh, Sarah, like I loved your videos and then your course was horrible. I want my money back. I'm scared. Really, I really am scared. But if I don't do it, it's never going to happen. And there's never going to be, like, if I don't try, I'm never going to have the opportunity for the trial and error phase that I know it's going to take to get to a space of success, which I do believe I can get to. And so I leave you with what I started with. The next big opportunity is not going to fall on your lap. You need to go out there and grab it. You got this. I know it. Take care now. Bye. I just want to take a moment and thank you for listening to or watching this podcast. It really means a lot to me. And if you could continue supporting me by subscribing to the podcast or subscribing to my YouTube channel, that would make such a difference to me and really help me as I try to grow this. So thanks again. Have an awesome day, friends.